All right, before we get to our next question about our favorite line, the Dominican Sue, looks like we have a little Sue fan over there. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Frankie Kozlowski, hello. Welcome to the show. FK3, you're famous, dude. <laughs> Guess the parents. It's not past his bedtime yet, and he's ready to help his dad answer some lines questions to determine if he's right. Honolulu Blue. I'll tell you right now, Frank is bleeding Honolulu Blue. Max and Sam, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a very age discretionary type quiz um exactly frankie you might not get a couple you might get a couple of these right um like i bet you frankie knows the mascot's name rory guaranteed oh yeah he got a little rory doll in his room love that all right this is a good one baker help me out shout out to brooke shout out to brooke (laughs) (laughs) ghl brooke um all right sue what was his most infamous dirty play? And hint, it occurred on Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah, he stepped on a player. You can you tell me where he stepped on him? I, I want to say it was his chest. All right, Max. Step, um, chest or thigh, that general region there. Frank. Ooh, you might have me here. So when you mentioned Thanksgiving, I thought you might have been talking about maybe or before there was two of them. He kind of pretended not to have feeling in his feet and stepped on Aaron Rodgers' his calf. I loved everything about it, by the way. Um, yep. it's it's I I believe he stomped his arm or leg. I want to lean leg. It so all right. The Rodgers thing definitely happened. Stepped on Rodgers' calf was not on Thanksgiving. He also kicked a former Tampa Bay player in the nuts. Uh, yes. The play I am referring to is on Thanksgiving against the Packers. He stepped on a lineman's arm. But oh. everyone gets a point. Everyone gets the stomping point. There. Didn't, he, didn't he go after somebody's eyes at one point? He was doing that. I remember that. He was right. He was right. He was right. He was getting inside their mask and trying yeah. to get their eyes. Love that. Dude was a freak. <laughs> like He should have probably won the Heisman in college, and then he got drafted by the Lions. That Big 12 championship game alone, he almost single-handedly won it for Nebraska. Like, I think he had, like, five sacks, four tackles for loss. Like, just stupid video game numbers in a championship game. And Nebraska Nebraska was just ass that year. He managed to make it a close game with Texas. I believe that was that Colt McCoy Texas team, too? That was correct, yes. Damn, that's wild. Wild to think about that. Um, All right, here's a good one that Sam and Max will not get, but maybe Frank will. What position, and maybe you guys get this, what position did Chris Spielman play for the Lions? And for bonus points, where did he go to college? Sam? Uh, he played as a lineman. Max? Linebacker, Ohio State. And that's correct. And, oh, shit, fuck, Frank? Line, yeah, linebacker, Ohio State. Hundo P. Excellent. I knew you were going to get that. I saw your face. Um, And Sam, you should have gotten this. Max got it because there's a picture of Chris Spielman holding our dad's second favorite son, me. Oh, yeah. I got the line part. I mean, that should be like a quarter of a point. So true. True. It's true. It's true, Sam. You're you're up to a quarter. (laughs) All right. I'll give it to you. All right. Where uh, where are we at? Here we go. Since 1975, who is the only non-interim Lions head coach to be fired with a winning record? Max? Jim Caldwell. Sam? Caldwell. 
Caldwell. Frank. Jim overrated Caldwell. Yep. That is correct. Jim Caldwell. And he was African-American, if anyone's wondering. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's move on to another question. All right. I only have a couple left. I'm sorry. It sounds like Michael Vick's house in my house. Or his dog. Hey, we won't report you. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> which Lions quarterback ran out of the end zone? And for another bonus point, what team were the Lions playing during this infamous play? Sam. I mean, it, it could, it couldn't have been Stafford, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it was Stafford because I can't go further back, and and then they were playing. I don't even know Cowboys. Max, we went with my guy Dante Culpepper, and they're playing the Jets. I like, I like the variety. Frank, the confidence in Max's Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> And I only oh. remember the team because I remember a specific player on the team, my dude Jared Allen from the Minnesota Vikings, rocking the classic '69. Yep, that is correct. That is so true. Because when <laughs> dipshit Milf Hunter stepped out of the back of the end zone, all they were talking about were Dan Olowski doing it too and making fun of him. I should have known that. Yep. <laughs> Damn it! See, come on, these aren't that hard. Yeah, um, Max, come on. All right, I think we have one left. One question left. Um, the Lions have had three Williams receivers in their in my history. <laughs> Give me their first name and what college they went to. We're gonna start with Max. Three Roy. of them. Roy. I'm gonna say University of Miami. He is from Florida. What? He is from Florida. So I'm gonna go lock that in Miami, uh, JMO, Bama. Um, the third one, I have no idea. Third one is dead. Uh, yeah. Lost. Don't know. That's where I'm at. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I had had the Jamal Williams in Alabama, and then beyond that, no clue. All right, Frank said Williams, uh, Roy Williams, Texas. Mike Williams, USC, an absolute fucking bust, and uh, Jameson Williams, Bama. There it is. That is correct. Well done, Frank. The oh, people yeah. we took, or that when we took Mike Williams, the people that were still on the board will make your heart stop. Yep. I still remember it. Uh, also, shout out. I don't know if Max, Sam, you guys remember this one. I know Frank will. Another wild bust that came from Michigan State University in Saginaw, Michigan. Go ahead, Frank. Charles Rogers. Charles Rogers. Yeah. Funny was... side story about Charles Rogers. I didn't even recognize him, but he was in front of me at a gas station um, back when I was ripping darts and getting a pack. And in front of me, this, you know, the guy's like shaking his head. And I don't know. He like clearly wants me to ask what happened. So I go, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, I just can't believe I let Charles Rogers slide on $2. <laughs> The dude like signed like a sixty million dollar guaranteed contract because that was like when like where you were drafted determined how much you made, which it still kind of does, but they kind of restructured it a lot. And dude, that guy made like was he the number two overall pick, right? Number two, yep. Fifty million guaranteed. 
over like four years. And like, you even look at that now, that's good money for a wide receiver. Now 50 million guaranteed over four, like nuts. And he did, he did not make it. I don't even think he made the full four years. He he is like, uh, like another example of like uh, Aaron Hernandez who just went to the exact wrong team. He needed to get out of Michigan, get away from the people that the bad people that were surrounding him and just kind of find a new crowd and just find a love for football. Yeah, you went to the worst team you could have possibly went to, and it was the Lions. I'm going to say it. I have one more question. I'm very confident for Field Frank's going to get this right. I am blown away that you've done so well on this. I thought I came up with a pretty good quiz. I apologize to Max and Sam. They are a little young, so our listeners, hopefully you're around my age bracket, um, <laughs> to determine if you were a true Honolulu Blue Lions fan. The last question, though, before we get to the conclusion of this episode. Sam... I don't know. I have hope. I hope I hope you know. We sat and watched this game. I know you were sitting in the living room with me. What did Marty Mornowig famously do in an overtime game in Chicago in 2002? Bro, I was seven. <laughs> fair point. That's a fair point. I was four. How, how am I supposed to answer this? <laughs> I don't even know who this Marty dude is. He played for the Lions. I'm gonna take a kind of. I'm gonna take coach. a. Who's a Lions? Educated guess. Yeah. Yep. He deferred. Frank. He went for two. I'll be honest. I didn't even realize if I had the incident correct that it was Marty Morningwig that did this. But yeah, I believe he. We're gonna kick the ball and we're gonna win the game. If this is who I'm thinking of, I don't know about this one. I'm a little it's off. spot on Max, your educated guess. And Frank, your knowledge of the moment without having to know who did it is correct. Marty Morningwig opted. He won the toss, did not for, he said, we'll kick. Didn't know he chose a side, basically kicked because there was horrible wins, but this is before it was first team. This is wild. It's first team score wins. Kicked to the bears. Bears went down, kicked field goal. The game was over. Can't, like you would think Marty was be would be better than that. Like that's he's had some pretty good teams. He's a pretty damn good coach. Like what a dipshit. Came to the Lions and was absolute ass. Yeah. But now things are different. The Lions are headed to the NFC Championship game against the 49ers, where Frank will be there. Can't wait. I we're all huge Lions fans. Whether or not you got Sam, like if you got only three of these questions right, Max, if you got, got eleven of them right, or if you're Frank who went twenty for twenty. We're all Lions fans one way or another. <laughs> That's all for episode 70 of Legally Teaching Engineer Sports, Bleeding the Honolulu Blue or Bandwagoner. Our quote from Dan Campbell, Motor City Dan himself. When you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. Let's fucking go, Dan. Let's go, Lions. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. God, I can't wait. You know what?